You know I love firing up my following guests and I think I'll play a bit of audio that might just fire up Pauline Hanson this morning. Some might say that if you're vaccinated because you're required to in order to keep your job, you've been forced to get vaccinated. That's not right and that's not being truthful at all. That is not correct. If you want to work with vulnerable people, you need to do a police check. If you want to work with kids, you do have to have a working with children check. That is the way it is. And we do that to keep people safe. How about that? We put others before ourselves. You can decide not to choose those checks. No one's forcing you. But if you don't do them, you can't work where you want to work. It's as simple as that. Well... Pauline Hanson, good morning. Does Jackie Lambie make a, a decent point there or not? Well, not according to her followers on her Facebook page. She's got nine half thousand comments, and if you go and have a look at it, they're all comments are unhinged. She doesn't know what she's talking about. She has no idea about what the bill's about. And the fact is, no, you don't have any rights. We have rights being stripped from us. So, don't, you know, that's not my words. Go and read her Facebook page. I've put it up on my own page about yeah. the bill. And um, there's a tremendous lot of support that's actually come through on my page for me. So people are not agreeing with what she said in that speech. She was just, um, I don't know, her, her, she, she has so much anger in her. I get passionate by all means. But Absolutely. It's also, it becomes like an anger. And, every, and honestly, truly, every time she seems to get up and talk on the floor of Parliament, every time, everyone tends to... Um, think, oh my God, here she goes again. But All right. I suppose they say the same about me, but um, read, go, and, go and watch it if you haven't watched the full video of her. You can watch it on her, her Facebook page. People can make up their own comments. I still stand by the fact is she doesn't know what she's talking about. Just to, to relate it to um, driving a car or you have to have a blue card, that's absolutely ridiculous. There are certain laws that we have in the country by all means. This is about forcing people to have vaccinations they don't want to have. And yesterday I got a text from a fellow. He said, I booked in to have an operation in February. He said, they've just texted me and said, I cannot have the operation unless I'm double vaxxed. People are being forced out of their accommodation, out of their homes, cannot see a doctor, cannot see a psychologist, cannot go to the dentist, cannot um, go into hospitals. This is ridiculous. Yeah. You've uh, you've got support from a number who crossed the floor and, uh, you know, some Liberals are, are going against Scott Morrison and, uh, you know, yes. not that he uses the word mandate, but that's effectively what's going on here. If uh, you look, I'm just uh, playing devil's advocate. but And I mentioned this morning to another Labor MP, it doesn't make sense. Scott Morrison says that on the one hand, vaccines aren't mandated, but he allows the states to go ahead and do whatever the hell they like, Pauline. Correct. Someone word is saying to people, oh, look, I don't believe in vaccine mandates, but he doesn't do anything about reigning in the states and forcing people. There's a segregation that's going on. I've still got 7,000 Queenslanders on one side of the border that can't come across. She's now forcing people to actually, you've got to have a, a, a vaccine um, COVID test um, prior to three, 72 hours prior to coming over the border. Now, that is going to be at the cost of the person to yes. a cost of about $145. That's right. Now, if you've got a family, they can't afford it. What do the workers who live on New South Wales and yet work in Queensland, what are they going to do every time they want to cross the border every day? So it's unworkable. It's, mm. it's, you can't do this to people. People have a right. Marcus, you know, I have to watch my language. 
<laughs> your program on Sky and everything, yes. that we can't speak about the true facts because in fear of your program being taken off the air, shut down, and this is what's happened. True debate has not happened. So what's happened is people have actually um, shared information, spoken amongst themselves, but people can't. You can't get just academia. You must have the true scientists that are telling us the truth, what is happening. and But they've been suppressed and shut down. So have doctors who received a letter saying that they can't speak out to the patients against it, otherwise they'll lose their licence or a heavy fine. Yeah. That's not democracy. That's not telling people the truth, to suppress and hold the truth from people, to force them to have vaccination. As I say to people, all those nurses and doctors who are refusing to have the vaccination, they've been in a profession that they've had to have the vaccinations for smallpox, tetanus, typhoid, whatever. Sure. Okay, they've yeah. had it quite willingly for, mm-hmm. for decades, the flu shot, everything. Yep. But something's telling them, we don't want this one. Can't you realise that you must, you know, you must question the whole lot. And to, to give this vaccine to children, I think it's utterly disgusting. And to think that in Victoria, they're, they're looking at children between 6 and 12. I think that is um, brought in on danger. We don't know the long-term effects. I'm no health professional. But I've taken the time to do my research. I've spoken to experts, I've spoken to doctors, I've spoken to nurses. Mm. And, you know, I just want a true and honest debate. This is about people's lives. This is people's health. This is about, you know, um, the long-term effects. And I'm not against the vaccination, but find one that works and will not have that effect on people. All right. Well, uh, it's all about uh, freedom of choice. Uh, the vaccine discrimination bill—it was always going to be a tough one to get across. Uh, do you worry, though, that uh, you know we'll just continue with much of the same into next year, uh, and that nothing will change? The boosters no, will no, come no. and go. Yep. <laughs> yes, because I tell you what, vaccine loses its potency twenty-two percent every month. <clears throat> so you're actually going to have to have a booster every six months for this. So that, that's facts. Yeah. Okay, unless, it, like, unless it changes. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen is I had five crossbench senators plus Malcolm Roberts and I, who we could only record our vote. Yeah. Couldn't be taken the floor of parliament because we weren't there. So that's seven. Mm-hmm. You had 25 senators that didn't record a vote at all. Yeah. Quite a few of them were in the parliament. They were too gutless to vote for either side. Tell you nothing. Keneally lambasted me on the policy legislation as well. Guess what? She never even voted. She never voted against it. Okay. Why? Well, that's a good question. If I I ever get her on again, she's gone a little quiet on me, Christina Keneally, and don't worry, I'll get her on before the election. There'll be plenty of questions to ask. Don't tell me you were tied up in something because that back came straight not soon after she spoke. So you'd make a point of proving the fact that you're totally against it and you'd vote against the bill. Mm. Now, what's going to happen now is that Jared Rennick, and these people have voted for me. I, I thank them from the bottom of my heart, and so do the people of Australia. And Antic, Alec Antic from South Australia, myself mm-hmm. and Malcolm Roberts, will be hold, withholding our, our vote on legislation, government legislation, until the Prime Minister realises he has to address this. Marcus, you can't have half a million people around the country protesting against vaccine mandates and what's yeah. happening in South Australia without taking it seriously. You can ignore that a number of people. If people don't believe me, go to my Facebook page, have a look at the comments there. Go to Jackie Lambie's page, go have a look at the comments there. All right. And um, 
we are going to take a stance on this. Well, look, one thing that was pleasing, uh, and no doubt to you as well, uh, over the weekend with so many people um, protesting, uh, it was all peaceful. It was all done uh, within the law, and that's wonderful. And that's the way we you know, can, can get things done and perhaps change things here in Australia, and, and that's good. And I can, I can only imagine uh, there'll be more of these as we get into the new year. Uh, there she is. She's up on sunrise at the moment, uh, having another crack at you, I think. So just be a little careful this morning there, Jackie. Pauline? Oh, look, that's Jackie. She's very concerned because I'm sending the candidate in Tasmania against her. So anyway, <laughs> she, she gets, you know, for one minute she either loves or hates me. So this has been Jackie Lambie over the five years. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's politics. I love it. <laughs> you know what else I love? I've been really enjoying uh, the Please Explain uh, cartoons. Now we played the we we've aired the first two. I'm about to play the 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 next one, the the political donations. Just um, before I play it, after I chat with you, um, no. are you going to do more of these? I, did I read yesterday that you've had such a good response to them that you're going to continue with them? Yeah, we planned um, twenty. So we've, we've okay. planned and we're working on the first 20. Now, sure. it looks like there's been fantastic response from it, that yeah. we actually get higher ratings than Q&A and the project together. So that's how popular they are. <laughs> you know what it needs, <laughs> though? You know what it needs? What? You need to have a, uh, a radio jock in there somewhere talking to you, interviewing you, um, by, the oh, name, okay. by the name of Marcus <laughs> Paul in the morning. You- <laughs> you like where I'm going with this? Uh, I know exactly where you're going with it. <laughs> I, I can tell you what, we've got former politicians that are wanting to come on to the series <laughs> and actually play a cameo role and voice their own voices. I can't tell you who it is, but you've got to watch Oh, go week. on, tell we me who it Darren, is. We bring Darren Hinch into it. <laughs> and it's about the taxes, you know, it's about right. the excise taxes that yeah. people pay. And we've got Greta Thunberg coming in as well. Yes, I have. Oh, that'll be yeah. fun. All right, but don't forget, let me know when. I mean, I don't need to voice it. You can get somebody to voice it. But, uh, see, I'm the only one who's playing it in full every time they come out. Uh, Marcus Paul in the morning. So I think, uh, you know, maybe um, in some of the upcoming episodes, maybe not the first 20, but the next lot. Look, no guarantee. I don't make any guarantees in my life. And I'll say something. My words, my bonds, I'm not going to give you a yes. But uh, let me give it some thought. <laughs> Thank you, Pauline. I hope you do, because I'd love it. it. It'd be a career highlight. Aren't I cheeky? Hey, I'm so <laughs> cheeky. All but, right. Oh, my, Marcus, I won't hold that against you. Thank you. All right. We have a wonderful week. We will uh, no doubt be watching with interest as, uh, you know, we're in the last couple yeah. of weeks now of, of Parliament for the next, well, for this year anyway. Uh, when's your tip, by the way, on the next federal election? Do you reckon Scott Morrison might March. go early? No, March? No, no, no. He won't go before March. And if anything, he will hold off to May. Um, okay. It depends what's happening now. With this is happening on floor of Parliament. It's just not for the two weeks. Even when he starts back in February next year, um, we will not uh, relent on this and hold, withhold our vote. That means if the Labor rings on a vote and no confidence in the government, could go to the Governor-General and call a double dissolution. Mm. But Morrison, Morrison really needs to be watch how he plays this because he won't be able to get anything through on the floor of Parliament. And if George Christensen and Craig Kelly does the same in the lower house, mm. he has con- lost control of both houses. So you need to watch this space. Love it. All right. Thank you, Pauline. Appreciate okay. it. Thanks. Thank you. There she is, One Nation Senator Pauline Hanson. Here it is. Please explain episode three. Please explain political donations. Right. In order to pay for your campaigns, you'll need money. And you'll get that money from donations. Yes! 
But remember, any donation above $14,500 needs to be disclosed. Now, break into your groups and brainstorm on fundraising strategy. So we'll hit up the big boys, right? Banks, finance, property developers, big pharma, gas, coal, consultants, casinos, unions. Who else? Barnaby, any ideas? Uh, big pharma? Yeah, yeah, I said big pharma. No, 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 big pharma. Yeah, very nice, Barnaby. But let's talk about where the real money is. The donations we don't disclose. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, but what about that disclosure rule? That disclosure rule's easy to get around. Well, you see, Craig, instead of donating directly to the party, the donor can give to our fundraising entity, who then sends the money to the party, keeping the original donor a complete secret. Or we could just split the donation across our state and federal branches. Don't forget the lunches. Oh, the lunches. Ten grand a head for some lunch and a bit of FaceTime with the big fella. Mmm, delicious. Ah, this is all a bit much, fellas. Ah, uh, what are you going to do, Dob? Have you got a moral objection, you big wimp? Nah, I just can't be buckered with all that work, fellas. I'm going to go sort my own finances out. <laughs> My Uncle Clive! <laughs> Reckon you could chuck a 60 million bucks from your campaign? Yeah, cheers, mate. Oh, they're very good. They're very good. That's the latest from Pauline Hanson and her cartoon series, which I'm trying to get a cameo in. <laughs>